0: On this episode of Down the Wire, we crown a new NBA champion. We crown a new NHL champion, and now we're left with baseball. All this and more coming at you down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Sports.
1: Episode number 123, Down the Wire. Welcome on into the show where we talk professional sports and others in unprofessional ways. My name is Tom, here with my brother Dave. Hello. And Dave has his camera facing the ceiling, and I cannot see Dave at all. You
0: didn't even tell me that. No,
1: I just was letting you go, and I was... Waiting to see if you would notice that your screen would show you not being shown as well.
0: I do I do the tiny screen in the corner.
1: Oh, sorry. I have my phone connected to the mixer, so that was a Snapchat in the middle of that. There. Oh, there we go. Oh, see, nice.
0: who's affecting the show more, yeah, me facts, or you?
1: Facts. Let me just throw that down all the way now. There we go. Uh, Welcome on in to Down the Wire, episode number 123. That's like Jordan and LeBron plus... What's one? Aaron Rodgers. Ooh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um before he was sh- like shitty and annoying. Well, I mean, I don't know how long that's been now, but it's definitely uh Sorry,
0: past before sale. he was shitty and annoying and we noticed.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. That's kind of a more fair bet, I think, there. Um kind of a lot of big time news heading into today and we're going to have to come up with a new segment or something to kind of get us through the rest of this shit because, oh boy, with now baseball and hockey done where we didn't even talk a lot of hockey, don't get me wrong, but. Whose fault is that? No, I, uh, you know, I mean, big fan of Matthew Kachuk and shit, right? You know, like that's, uh, I don't even know who won the finals MVP of the
0: hockey tournament. I know that called the finals. MVP. I know it's,
1: it's called like the cone cup or some shit
0: con Smythe, yeah see i
1: was all over that i I knew what it was um yeah but vegas won i know that much and yeah yeah it was a lot of a lot of fun it was one of the best rated hockey finals ever actually with kind of smaller markets in there i guess and uh it still did numbers still did all right for the nhl
0: uh, and it was, uh, Mark, uh, what is it? Uh, March assault wins the con smite. Oh
1: yeah. Right. That guy, Steve, Marsha Schultz, right?
0: Uh, that I don't know, but now, it's <laughs> he's the, uh, first undrafted player since Wayne Gretzky. Yes. To win the trophy.
1: Wayne Gretzky was undrafted. Yes, sir. That's kind of the craziest fucking story ever. Now. Is that now? how long have they been doing the NHL draft?
0: I would assume it was probably before that.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they.
0: Uh, no, no, because I, I no, there's that there's that crazy ass story, with the uh, oh god, where the fuck was it that there's like a story where like someone faked an actual draft pick, like a draft player, to, like to help like change something. I don't know. Let me look it up real fast. NHL draft. So
1: 1963 was the first draft. And Gretzky was in the entry draft in 1979. There you go. Uh, it also says in this first article that did you know one of the greatest hockey players of all time was never drafted? It should just say the greatest hockey player. Am I wrong? Like, is there is there any other yeah. is there any other sport where there's more there's a more definitive best player of all time than hockey?
0: Yeah. No, I think, I think you're right. Um, I, I will say, I mean, there's, there's some really close, uh, like other players, but I think everyone would say Wayne Gretzky above all.
1: Right. I mean, Tom Brady's kind of approaching that territory and I still think he would be an overwhelming majority, but I think if you ask 100 hockey fans, they all will say Wayne Gretzky's the greatest well, where if you ask 100 I- NFL fans, you'll probably get 90 Tom Brady's
0: Well, I mean, realistically too, like football is just so drastically different with positionings. You know what I mean? Being able to, uh, you know, have an offense and a defensive lineup everywhere else. You have to play both.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's why Football can be up in the air. Although I don't know if any people are really going to be saying defensive players when they go into the greatest of all time. Usually it's I like, mean, I, I mean, I think the answers are usually Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. I don't think anyone changes their answers up after that.
0: I'd probably agree with that.
1: Like those are the top three. If you don't name a quarterback, it's always Jerry Rice. And if it's not Tom Brady, you're saying Joe Montana. I, I think yeah. That's kind of where we're at with it. So yeah. Um, any other stuff you want to talk about with hockey before we go into the other stuff?
0: Yeah, dude, speaking of uh, to Chuck, I mean, did you did you not hear his shit that was going down?
1: No, I did not.
0: Matthew, uh, first of all, I think we were saying his name wrong. No, it's, it's
1: Kachuk. To
0: Chuck, OK, no, it's I, no, I mean, no T played.
1: No T. Kachuk confirmed K-Chuck. by K-Chuck. our hockey what insider, Joe Poharillis
0: played in that final game with a fractured sternum. Yeah, that's like, fucking crazy. Uh, hockey players are just different, man. Well, like, did they're you built see differently.
1: uh Jack Eichel, he went into concussion protocol for like 20 minutes. I mean, it was like, whoa, he just got absolutely wrecked and then they were
0: like, "You know what? You're good. Like if you want to play, just play." Well, I would assume that means he was cleared of being concussed, right? Right. But I mean,
1: even in any other sport, like, you know what, just take the game off, whatever. And I get it. It's the finals and whatnot. But mm-hmm. even in football, like if someone goes back football, in, look at what the two, they're, they're
0: off for a play. Remember? And that, isn't that more or less how it works?
1: Well, to a miss the drive or whatever. And then they were like, yeah, we can't do this with Skylar Thompson. So get back out there. And, but I, I mean, hockey guys just built different and shout out to fractured Vegas. sternum yeah that's fucking
0: fractured sternum like isn't that <laughs> like, like
1: all your movement in your chest like
0: I, I mean it's going to hurt to breathe
1: yeah i uh i don't know why you would do that that just sounds fucking awful and
0: i've had i've had bruised sternums and been like fuck me like this is awful. Like anything a fractured one. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't even say broken. It says fractured. Yeah.
1: That's and those are painful as shit. That's what I'm assuming at least. So uh, first title for the Golden Knights in franchise history. Six years after they are founded. Um, Eleven teams now do not have a title. Do you want to try to guess those?
0: Sure. Uh, uh, let's go with Kraken. Yep. Uh, Sabres. Uh, yep. Pan, no, Panthers have one, right? Yeah, Uh, no, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that back. Um,
1: Um, I don't, I don't know, honestly. Okay, wait, wait, here we go. (laughs) I I just knew Uh, those two were on the list.
0: Uh, San Jose Sharks.
1: Um... Looks like they were finals. Left. No, I think they won one.
0: Okay. Oh shit, Carolina Hurricanes.
1: Uh, sorry, the Sharks do not have one. The, okay. oh, okay, Jesus yeah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, and what was the other <laughs> one you just said there? I said the Hurricanes. No, they are not on the list.
0: Oh, they're not. Florida. They have a title? Florida.
1: Florida also does not have a title. So. Oh,
0: okay. I was right. Okay. Uh, the Jets. Winnipeg. Yep. 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 Uh Columbus Blue Jackets? Yep. Do do the Ottawa Senators have one? They do not. No. Okay. Um Arizona Coyotes? Yep. And you're missing one or two Na- more? Nashville Predators?
1: Okay, yep. Now you're missing two more.
0: Okay. Uh I feel do shit. I'm trying to think does
1: Minnesota have one? They do not Nope. for 59 okay. years and they have not won one.
0: I need one more. Yep. Fuck. I'm, uh, are the Canucks in there? Vancouver Canucks. There you go. Oh yeah. I knew I was missing, missing, um, a, a Canadian team. Yeah. There's... And I was like, it was either between that or Ottawa. And I was like, I think Ottawa's got one in like the sixties.
1: Buffalo Sabres. Uh, been around since 1970, 71 season. That's kind of crazy, no? Like, feels like a random ass city to get a hockey team. Why? I don't know. It's just like it's just because it's snow. They were like, fuck it, let's throw a Buffalo there. So I don't,
0: I don't think it's that random.
1: Uh yeah. So Vegas now off that list, off that Schneid, if you would, that Brandon Schneid. And uh yeah, I mean they kind of just dominated the playoffs. I think they only lost like four games, all playoffs. So
0: Yeah, man. I mean, this this team was good enough to win that uh that first year that they went to the NHL finals and lost uh was that to the Capitals maybe? Yep, it was. Um was that right? Yep. Fuck yeah. I'm I'm like nailing it on big this hockey NHL. Guy, stuff. Big
1: hockey guy, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, they, like that that team was good too, and I rooted for them then. I, I was I'm I, like not overly pleased because I did want to see that Kraken uh, get lit. The mm-hmm. Seattle Kraken absolutely mm-hmm. love uh, love the crackheads, right? Big crackheads over mm-hmm. here, straight
1: out of the crack house.
0: Yep, uh, and I, I'm gonna say like that. That's the number two team I was rooting for though. Like Vegas, I've been in. I've been the Vegas guy. And, uh, I was happy, happy to see them win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was well happy and just in time for them to get an MLB team pretty soon here now too. So hey, good well, for
0: maybe, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute, I guess, but yeah. we should talk about the other winners.
1: Yes. For the first time in NBA history, we have another new champion. The Denver nuggets have won the NBA finals also think like we knew this we we I, I think we were on this wave of you know after about two games it was like yep these guys are gonna win they're gonna win the whole thing so Nicole Jokic now drawing comparisons to the best player in the NBA exactly what I said was gonna happen so
0: yeah, we we both agreed we both said that was gonna happen that was
1: definitely gonna be the thing that's now what everyone does because you win one finals and two MVPs and everyone thinks you're amazing um, <laughs> Giannis yeah exactly I know uh, but I did also want to say you know kudos to the heat shout out to them probably the best finals run ever in French in NBA history to be Ooh. it's only the second eight seed to ever be there the only other time was strike short in year plus they had to play in the play-in lost that game came back out of the play-in And then won all the way. It's a 100% got to be the best run in finals history. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Jokic wins MVP. We all knew that was going to happen too. Uh, Shout out to some great uh, tweets. That will be my Twitter hitter later on today. So don't spoil any of those. Because I will be very angry at you if you do that. (laughs) Um, But the Nuggets. They went in five. They are having the parade
0: tomorrow, I guess. Um, oh, I, I had heard this. Oh wait, no, no. Sorry. That's Denver. I, I was thinking of Vegas. Vegas is going on Saturday. I heard. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, it's quite the, quite the accomplishment. Now, how many NBA teams have not, uh, won a championship, Dave?
0: Okay, Sacramento Kings. Okay, one um, sec. Let me
1: get to the list. God damn it. All right, geez. Okay. Um, Yes, Sacramento Kings.
0: Phoenix Suns. Yes. Uh, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh,
1: wait. Kings definitely have won one. Sorry, you're wrong.
0: Oh, from like way back in the from day. From like way back. That's right. Okay, Suns. Yeah, yeah that's my bad. Suns, uh, Clippers.
1: Suns, Clippers, yes.
0: Pe- Pelicans. Yes. Hornets. Yes. Uh, Wizards, wrong. What? Nah, the Wizards never won. Oh, are we, are we? We counting bullets here? Yeah. Fuck you. Okay. It's the same um, franchise. Okay. 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 Uh, do Do the Hawks have one? They do. They do. Shit.
1: So, what did you say? You said the Suns and the Clippers and the Hornets and the Pelicans. Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, Timberwolves too. Timberwolves, yep. Um, nets. Nets. How many am I missing?
1: One, two, three, four. Four? Yeah. One, No two, way. Three, four. Yeah. Yeah, you are.
0: Who the fuck am I missing?
1: Uh, okay, I- I'll, I'll give you another hint. Um, three of the teams that you named. Or that you have not named have been to the finals, but they did not win, and that's at least since nineteen ninety. Oh wait, wait,
0: wait! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pacers are in there.
1: Yep. Uh, Orlando Magic, Magic, and uh, Memphis Grizzlies. That's one they have never been, but now you're missing a team that's been there.
0: Uh, the Thunder. Nope. They have one. Well, the Sonics. Okay, again we talked about this. You don't count them. They do, do count them. Same (sighs) franchise. Same franchise. Uh, shit. Louis Armstrong. Was that supposed to be jazz? Yeah. There you go. There you go. I'm sorry. You don't. You don't count the Thunder. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't
1: realize the Thunder meant jazz. So you still wouldn't have got those. What's up? There you go. What? I said I didn't realize Thunder meant jazz. You still didn't what? get the jazz.
0: Oh, so? But you still, you shouldn't count the Thunder. It's the same franchise. Th- Kevin Durant No. Was,
1: what do you mean? No. Yes, it is. Kevin Durant was drafted by the Sonics, became a Thunders player because of it.
0: Yes. But as I have stated before, Seattle is going to be back.
1: Right. And, right? They won't. and as soon
0: as they do, the franchise's uh, accomplishments... Go back to Seattle.
1: I don't know.
0: Yes. I don't know. And also... I mean, like, that's a fact.
1: You cannot confirm that Seattle will be the next team in the NBA.
0: I, I'm i almost guaranteeing it. Before Vegas. Uh, how about both? They'll do two at a time. Uh, bring Minnesota over. And yes, they'll absolutely do two at a time. Why wouldn't they?
1: I mean, they don't need to. So... You could just do... One team, whatever they want to do. Nuggets. uh, Jamal Murray gets a ring. Michael Porter Jr. and Gordon. KCP now has two rings, by the way. Contavious Caldwell Pope. With the uh, Lakers from what? 2020, right? Yep. Yep. So one and a half rings. Sorry. Um, That's
0: bullshit. You know it.
1: uh, I also want to just do this real quick, Dave. I heard this... you know how like Bleacher Report does those things where you're like, "Oh, that sounds cool," and then it's a fucking video when you click on it.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do that constantly now. Yeah,
1: that's the worst thing ever. Uh, I just read in the headline because I knew the orange emoji at the end means a video now, so I've I've learned that. Yep. So I did see this thing with the Bucks. I'm wondering if you saw this as well too. A Paul George trade. What's that what does that do for yeah, you? Yeah, I saw that. What, what does that do for you?
0: Nothing. It means nothing. absolutely nothing. Nothing. Paul George can't stay healthy.
1: Oh man. But maybe he could if he was on a new team.
0: Mm, no. No. I, I'm just saying it's just not. He he can't stay healthy. Uh I will say Bucks have been rumored in a Bradley Beal trade. I'm sooner more excited for that though. Paul George plays better defense. I don't care. The Bucks play great defense.
1: Would you trade? Would you trade? If it meant you got Bradley Beal and Paul George, you got to get rid of Chris Andrew. Wait, one more time. You have to get rid of Drew and Chris, whatever the trades would be. But those are the two main pieces. And you get back Paul George, Bradley Beal. Both of them are one. You have to get rid of both. You get both.
0: That's I mean, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, would, I would, I would probably do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Now what if you have to throw in Bobby Portis with that? Cause that's a hundred percent going to happen.
0: <sighs> uh, I I mean, I guess I'll say yes. Um, Only because Bobby Portis is, is more of a bench guy at this point. And I realize that he's like, like a, a real good heart and soul piece, but I mean, he's not, he's not going to be Bradley Beal. He's not going to be Paul George. I, you know what? No, I just want Bradley Beal. I don't want fucking Paul George. I don't want him. Why? How old is Paul George? Is he 34? Oh my God. Absolutely not. He might not even be 30, dude. No way. Paul he's Ge- 33
1: years old. Get bent. Okay. So he's closer to what I guess than what you guess. Cause you went over. That's fuck off. That's- just Fuck saying. all of this noise. Uh I I would take him. I would totally rock with Paul George. I, that that excites <sighs> me. That's a move that really excites me, in fact. I um more so than Bradley Beal, even.
0: Okay, okay, hold on. Let me let's see what his spread was for this season, okay? Uh twenty-three point eight points per game. Yep. He only played fifty-six games. Uh how many did Chris play? Well, yeah, well that's that's a different story. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? While we're on this subject, then let's break off. Uh, I was able to pull up an article that I thought we should talk about of the best available free agents uh, and predicting where they're going to land. OK. Um. So the one that I started that I got it from is Hoops Hype.
1: Okay. Hoops Hype. That's where I'm at now, too.
0: Yeah. So did you see what their number one is?
1: Yes. It looks like it is James Harden as their number one option.
0: Yes. I mean, James Harden's as good as gone. Correct. It sounds like that.
1: Didn't he decline the player option already?
0: Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they can't bring him back. Sure. Get that at the same point. Like, I think he's made it abundantly clear that he's not going to come back to Um, it it also
1: seems like the rumors are pretty strong. He's going back to Houston.
0: Yeah, that's, that seems surprising to me. Um, yeah, especially where, where Houston is in a, as a franchise, just, I mean, mean, they're the worst team in the league. True. But
1: no strip club in Philly has retired his number yet. So that probably pissed him off. He wants to go back to where he's welcome, you know? So shout out to Houston.
0: I will also say James Harden has been steadily declining.
1: He's been steadily becoming inconsistent. I would say declining is a strong word, but he is kind of suffering from 2019, 2020 Chris Middleton syndrome where he is good for 41 game and then 13, the next game. So that's where I'm at with James Harden. Okay. His, his reliability to be consistent is declining, yes.
0: That's fair, that's fair. I mean, he did average 21 points last year. Right. Uh, do you want James Harden? Do I? Like, no. As, no. As, as a team. Like, is that someone, from, for you, is that your most sought-after free agent target?
1: Of the list of available, I would say it's probably fair to put him at the top, yes. I, I do think that James Harden is... Still a pretty talented basketball player. If he was on a team full of bums, he probably would have a really good season, I think, on paper, too, because as a name we were just mentioning and Bradley Beal kind of did that as well for a little bit of time. When he had no one on his team and he was averaging 30, well, what can you do on a good team? You know what I mean? That's I, I forget who gave me that one, but I feel like that was either from, like, Kevin Garnett or Matt Barnes no in between on that one. So, uh, whatever you can do on a good team is kind of what you should be valuing now versus
0: averaging 30 on a bad team. Okay. But looking at it this way, would you rather have him or Kyrie Irving? Uh, I mean, Kyrie
1: Irving just blows everything up as soon as he gets there. So I, I, including situations with James Harden. So because he's also a free agent. He is. And his on-paper numbers are better, but this is the biggest collapse of the season was Dallas. Um I realized they gave up a lot to get Kyrie Irving. I think that he'll probably remain in Dallas.
0: Yeah, I I think Dallas I think Dallas really wants Kyrie. Mm-hmm. They gave up a lot for him. They should re-sign him. Yeah. And attempt to again, it, it was mid-season. So I'll say like, you do need to develop that chemistry. I don't know if they can, but you know, why not?
1: Well, also that's gotta be a Luca call too. You know what I mean? If, if Luca's like, yo, I don't want Kyrie Irving there. He's as good as gone. And it sure seems like Luca did not get along with Kyrie Irving, at least on the basketball court.
0: Yeah. All right. So who is number three? You got the list. I also have uh, I have fan cited Dot com. And uh, they're going to give me the um, predicted landing spots.
1: Oh, okay. So does it have Houston and Dallas respectfully for Kyrie and James Harden,
0: Houston and Dallas? Yes.
1: Okay, Number three on this list, which I would argue three and four should be switched. Kristaps Porzingis is
0: number three. All right. Uh, they say they're going to have his player option exercise and re-signed by the the Wizards.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had a pretty solid year for Washington. Uh, maybe a little bit of a resurgence as well. But again, like on a crappy team, like he's the only real option there. Kuzma had some play. I mean, Beal. Well, I think Beal was kind of banged up a little bit this season. No, wasn't he? If I remember correctly, uh, I, I don't think I don't think they really. Got as much out
0: of him as they were hoping for. uh, I mean, he played 50 games. I mean, yeah, a little bit banged up compared to 65. So I I like Porzingis,
1: but I remember when he first came into the league and thought, "Wow, this guy's going to literally change basketball." Being seven foot ten or whatever the fuck he is, and able to shoot the ball, and I I thought he was going to be a cheat code, and it sure seems like he's just not very physical and he, he finds ways to score and he was solid this year. Don't get me wrong. Great year for him. But, uh, I don't know. Like if it was, do I want him on my team? I think the next guy on this list makes a better approach for me. All right. Who you got for number four then? Fred Van Vliet.
0: Okay. Fred, uh, so what does fansided have, fans uh, have for what does fansided have for
1: Oh, you said they were going back to Washington. It's definitely worth Washington picking up another year. Yes, I agree.
0: So Fred Van Vliet is going to be a part of a sign and trade with the Phoenix Suns for DeAndre Ayton.
1: Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Hot take. Well, especially with the absence now of Chris Paul, I guess that makes a little bit of sense. Another team I'm thinking Miami. Uh, Fred Van Vliet seems like he'd be a Miami guy as well too They kind of need a point guard over there as well They have Jimmy obviously for a little bit And they just signed up a bunch of their shooters and guards If they could get a, you know, a little bit of a playmaker Also, you know, his agent is Rich Paul So Lakers definitely also on my short list as well too
0: Nah, Lakers got a different guy in sight, and you should know who that is. I don't. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about him in a minute then, I guess. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah uh, Fred VanVleet himself, you know, I wouldn't hate him getting poached by the Bucks. I don't know if they can. Would, I would, you, rather love have, to see...
1: would you rather have Fred than Drew? I don't think so. I feel so. like you
0: could make it work. With both? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Am I wrong?
1: Would you rather have Fred than Chris? Yes. Okay. Cause Chris is number five on this list as well too.
0: Yeah. They, uh, they also have player, uh, option exercised by the bucks. I think that's almost guaranteed as well too. Yeah, I, I think so. But don't be surprised if Chris and or drew is part of a trade deal.
1: Uh, yeah, I think that the Bucks definitely are going to well, first of all, if they want to get new guys, they have to do that. They have no money. They're way over the tax right now. Chris Middleton, I think he's going to absolutely get his option exercise because or his option that he gets to choose exercise because who the fuck is going to pay him $40 million? Otherwise, like that's yeah the yeah. most money he's going to make if They're going to have to trade away Drew or Chris because they have no first round pick capital to trade anymore because they've done that all now. And you can't trade back to back first round picks anymore. So which is a dumb rule, right? That's a stupid rule. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's because of the Nets. The Nets fucked everything when they traded away everyone for the late uh, for the Celtics guys that were all old as shit. If you're dumb enough to accept the trade, that should be on you. Okay, that's where all I'm right. at. That's where I'm at with it. You know what? Let all the right. guys trade as much as they want. Uh you you shouldn't have to protect your teams from being ass.
0: So, here here, I got I got four potential sign and trades uh for Chris Middleton.
1: Okay, go ahead. Okay. Just actually just rattle them all off and then I want to rank them immediately.
0: Yeah, pick number 1. Uh, Chris Middleton to the Pacers. Bucks get Buddy Heald, Chris Duarte, and TJ McConnell. Next is to the Pistons. Pistons get Middleton and Marjan Beauchamp. Bucks get Bogdanovich, Marvin Bagley III, and Corey Joseph. Uh, next is to the Nets for Middleton and Carter. Uh, bucks get Dorian Finney Smith, Joe Harris, Patty Mills, and a 2023 first round pick. I'm already going to put that one as dead last. That one sucks. Absolutely not. Uh, and the last one to the Hawks straight up for Middleton, Deandre Hunter, Bogdan Bogdanovich and Garrison Matthews.
1: Wow. All those are terrible. Those are all terrible trades. I, uh, I, I guess I mean, the pacer one, but I was not ready for that to be the number one trade.
0: Yeah. I, I don't hate the Pistons. One. Oh my don't God. I give hate, up. For yeah.
1: That. Yeah. That's immediately a no go. Marjan is not, not available right now. No, that's a terrible trade. Oh my God. I hate that trade.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. That Nets one is the absolute worst. Well, and Dorian Finney-Smith is your top option. Yeah, that's great, too. Um, Joe Harris and Patty Mills. So we're going to get, like, two guys that are in, like, their mid-30s. Yeah,
1: dude, you know what? I'm better off, instead of giving Duarte, just send us back Nora, too. Might as well just fucking do that with that trade <laughs> as well. So He was going off, baby! I mean... Those, yeah, all those suck. I hate all of those. So no, I'd rather yeah, just try, have I'm Chris to Middleton. See if there's
0: any other? Yeah, else. those are
1: those are some. I guess Indiana. I, I you know what? For the vibes, Buddy Healed here would be sick. Like I, I love Buddy Healed, but, uh, the rest of the trades just sounded awful. Like just so terrible. No, 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 sir.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, any? Uh, what's the next guy? Number six, uh, Draymond, Draymond green. Uh, definitely. Definitely is going to get picked up by the, by golden state. Right. Uh, Player option declined. Resigns with warriors. Uh, uh, also
1: another rich Paul guy. Did not know that. Um, That'd be cool to see him in LA.
0: No, just go
1: a little bit south. No, 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 no. Could Draymond just like lead the magic to like a championship or something too?
0: Absolutely not. Not like, right
1: now. Like, prime Draymond? Like, if you throw him on any team, could he get him to the playoffs? If he's the best player.
0: Prime. Get him to the playoffs? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay.
1: All right. Fair enough. Prime Draymond could have got any team to the playoffs.
0: Well, I mean. That's also a, that's a loaded statement right there. Okay, but I think I think he's definitely good enough, could like he, in his prime, that he could have done done something right. Could he have so gotten let's,
1: the let's, Houston Rockets this year to the
0: playoffs in his prime? Uh, I mean, his prime year, I guess, is twenty fifteen. Averages fourteen points per game. <laughs> uh, one point four blocks. Hey. Uh, 1.5 steals? Yeah, yeah. Defensive player of the year twice. Uh, yeah. Tw- I mean, nine, nine and a half rebounds per game. But he played 81 games. Yeah. So, I mean, sure. That's going to look so different. I guess we've never really seen Draymond be that top option.
1: You no, know? no. He's literally never had to be anything... Higher than Outside third. Of three. Yeah. Well, and I mean he's been four a lot of years as well, too. Don't forget that. I mean, Kevin Durant. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's an interesting. I, I don't think he's the offensive guy, but he's kind of like a Dennis Rodman esque today's Dennis Rodman little Walmart watered down version of it at least. So uh Draymond, yeah, he'll probably be a warrior next year. I think that's fair.
0: All right, all right. Uh, Uh, what's next? Jeremy Grant. Ooh, Jeremy. Uh, he is listed for re-signed by the trailblazers.
1: Wow. A lot of exciting shit going on here. Um, yeah. I mean, should I just
0: go through this fan site and we we can, the ones that aren't like for the weird stuff.
1: Uh, where was, what about Vucevic?
0: Vucevic. Sorry. It's all in uh, alphabetical order. So I kind of have to like, uh, resigns with the bulls. Whamp whamp. Well, and
1: Lopez <laughs> is going to resign. What about Kyle Kuzma?
0: Kuzma resigned by the Knicks. God, the Knicks. That's what it says. Well, he's on the wizards. That's what I thought, but it's fan sided man. So we'll just go with the resigned part. I would assume that's what they mean. Um, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now though. I, I'm thinking Vucevic gets like leaves. I don't think the bulls resign him.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, like it kind of feels like they need to go in a different direction right now too. Like they had their time with this DeRozan Levine Vucevic experiment and they kind of blew it. No.
0: Yeah. I, I think, I think he's the odd man out in that situation. And, uh, I, you're better off going with DeRozan and Levine.
1: Okay, I'm going to name these next three guys. Well, Austin Reeves is restricted, so I don't want to say him. But I'll just do the next two guys together as well. D'Angelo Russell and Jordan Clarkson are together.
0: Uh, so, D'Angelo Russell is going to be signed by the 76ers. Okay. And Jordan Clarkson... Is actually not even on my list. Wow. Yeah, that seems pretty surprising.
1: I would take him in Milwaukee. Probably over. I mean, let's go. Yeah. Over any of the other guys that we fucking said already now, too. So wouldn't hate it. I would. I would. I would flirt with Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, I would do that. Uh, Gary Trent, Harrison Barnes, Bruce
0: Brown. Russell. Gary Trent signs with the magic. Uh, Harrison Barnes goes back to the Kings. Yeah. The Kings. Sorry. Bruce Brown uh, resigned by the Nuggets.
1: Wow. This is fucking electric stuff here. People. Um, <laughs> Russell Westbrook, Josh Hart, dude, Josh Hart being 20 on this list is kind of kind of wild too. It's a player option. So he'll be, he'll
0: be back. I think though. Yeah. D- you, well, we don't need to talk about Russell. Uh, yeah. They're all, those are all re-signs. Re- <laughs>
1: Christian Wood. Another
0: one. Uh, not wait, this one I know is different. This one. I think uh, that one I did read earlier signed by the bulls. I mean, what's the point of
1: having Christian Wood and Nikola Vucevic on your team?
0: That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. if that happens by Vuce, uh,
1: Dylan Brooks,
0: Dylan Brooks signed by the heat that fits.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That,
0: that is probably their best suggested answer ever.
1: Send him over there with Patrick Beverly and whatever. And then they can all just be a bunch of assholes all at one time. So I think that'll work out. That could, pl- that could play. Are we going to keep doing more of these?
0: Let me just get, let me just go through these. Like okay, I said, you are you go. These are, these are all bad. Like whatever's, uh, yeah. So let, let me get through them all. Anthony Simons, I think this is a big one, traded with the number three pick to the Pelicans for Brandon Ingram. What? For the, Why not? With the number three pick, you said, hey? Yeah. Anthony Simons and the number three pr- pick for our Brandon Ingram. Um,. Because then that gets them there. By the way, they the Pelicans really want Scoot Henderson. Like they just are slobbing all over Scoot.
1: Well, I will say this: to, slobbing on Scoot sounds so gross. Um, uh, I will say this: it is definitely perceived as a three-man draft. I think right now between uh, Wemby obviously a league of his own, uh, but Miller and scoot then. And it sure seems like, is it, is it Charlotte that has the second overall pick?
0: Uh, that sounds yeah, right. Cause
1: Portland has the third. So that makes sense. So Charlotte has the second overall pick. They already have LaMelo. So it sure seems like they're pretty locked in on Brandon Miller going number two right now. And I think scoot's better. I think scoot's better than Brandon Miller. So if you can trade up to get him at a spot that's, you know, um, like better to get him at, if you don't have to get him at two, you can get him at three. I would say that
0: that's probably a good move. Yeah, man. I, I mean, if you're in love with a the guy they're they've even been talking about trading Zion to get him like that's how much they are in love with Scoot.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think he's good, man. And he played, you know, I'm also very now like I'm starting to lean into this overtime elite and going to the pro leagues or whatever after too. I mean, it's given you a lot of like super good players right now. I know, uh, that's where Jalen green went. That's where, uh, uh, Marjan Beauchamp has come from. Uh, you know, there's plenty of guys who have made it now, from that league, I think it's very legit. Hey
0: man, I mean, go right ahead. I, I, whatever works out like basketball is not my sport, right? I don't know basketball quite like I do the other ones. And I, I am definitely deferring to you when it comes to, uh, you know, evaluation and what, you know, what is, what is the best way I can just see surface level. I'm not, not quite as great, uh, going deeper, but, Man, I, I'll tell you right now, kind of d- going back a little bit, what were we just having this like conversation of like Zion versus Ja? right? Uh, I mean, and, it's, yeah, it's now it's blowing up in everyone's face, right? Well, yeah. It's like, oh God, do you even want either one of them? It feels yeah. kind of crazy how that kind of trans transformed in a matter of months. All right. Uh, keeping it going. Uh, the next one that I think is kind of big is Derrick Rose going back to the Bulls.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, like, let's do a farewell tour with him. Why not?
0: Yeah, I I definitely, definitely could see that happening. Mm-hmm. Not, it's not too crazy. How about Grant Williams signing an offer sheet by the uh, Pistons with the Celtics not matching it?
1: Where is he going? I missed that. To the Pistons. Oh. um, Sure. Like, I, I don't know. I think Grant Williams is kind of, like, passing by a little bit, too. I think he was better a couple years ago.
0: Last year, or sorry, two years ago, I guess you're right. Yeah. Um, how about Jakob Podol, uh signed by the OKC Thunder?
1: I like that. I like that. Yeah. That's a big one. I I, I don't mind that one. I think Pertle's pretty underrated, man. So...
0: Get out. Okay. How about this crazy one? Carl Anthony towns traded to the Knicks. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'm, I don't I'm, really, that. I'm trying to see if I They're have, kind of like, trying uh, to get
1: rid of cat in Minnesota. I don't think they really like him here in Minnesota right now. And I am very close to buying a Jalen Brunson Jersey. Like that's how like in I am on him. I kind of think he's fucking awesome.
0: Jalen Brunson. Oh yeah. I mean yeah. like that's, that's, um that's what's up.
1: Yeah. I like Jalen Brunson and, and you know what? Like everyone was calling people crazy for going off and trying to get him after he just went crazy for like half a year and it just clicked with him. Like he just figured it out. So I think for him to bet on himself and like let his nuts hang and then really do that with the Knicks this year. Yeah. I'm, I'm for Jalen Brunson.
0: Okay. Kevin love signed by the Lakers.
1: Um, okay, cool. Sure.
0: Whatever. You were loving Kevin love.
1: Uh, yeah, because it was like, then he came down to earth. Like who the fuck was Kevin love in that series against the bucks? Like that was stupid. Uh, so yeah, I'm all down with Kevin love. Sure.
0: All right. Uh, how about Malik Beasley getting signed by the magic that does nothing that literally is no, (laughs) who who cares? Uh. Who cares? All right. All right. All right. Um, How about, let's see, uh, Seth Curry going to the Trailblazers? Nice. (laughs) All right. And the one that I saved for last, because I know this is the one that I was talking about. You were saying Fred VanVleet to the Lakers. Nah. Nah, dog. It's Chris Paul. Mm. Chris Paul to the Lakers. You already know that's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, I mean that trade's unfortunately fifteen years too late now. Like
0: it's not the trade now; it's now Chris Paul joining LeBron.
1: Yeah, I can see that. And
0: also, like like you said, what five ten years too late?
1: Right, but wasn't the it was like vetoed before he went to the Clippers? How long ago was he on the Clippers? I like ten years only, maybe, but it was. Uh, when Steve Nash went, when did Steve Nash play for the Lakers? That's what you got to look up. That 2012. So they, Steve Nash was like their second option. It was supposed to be Chris Paul. Uh,
0: let's see what, yeah. I mean, 2011, 2012, he went to the LA Clippers. so So I was dead on. Yeah.
1: So they vetoed the trade for Chris Paul. And then they got Steve Nash. That was their second option.
0: Yeah. bum, 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 right? <laughs> yeah, pretty
1: much. Um, I have a small little college football realignment thing right here. Maybe? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, so we know that the college football and college athletics, the NCAA is all over the place now, completely in shambles since name, image, and likeness came in. It is now, completely embrace their business side as opposed to their uh i don't know young their youth development side i guess more more so right um no one was getting fooled that they were a business first but they're full-on leaning into it now and kind of letting schools get after it on top of that as well and it's been big with the realignment uh we've seen the likes of Oklahoma and Texas have committed to the SEC. USC and UCLA have committed to the Big Ten. That's all going to be new in 2024, which is just one more college football season away. Did you see that UCLA has to travel like 25,000 miles for their season in their first season in the Big yeah. Ten?
0: Uh, it's, yeah, it's and it's going to get worse for them, especially uh, with the Big Ten and the teams that they're eyeing that like the schools that they're eyeing to try to add.
1: Right. So uh, just to try to get to this, the big story right now, or the big school, I guess that's kind of still in cahoots talks right now is Colorado. And I think a lot of this is based on Dion, you know, draws a lot. Yeah. But uh, their geographic location is a little bit more East than the rest of their conference as well, too. Fair enough. But, Colorado in the Pac-12 now, big big moves to maybe be in the Big 12. Uh, move them a little bit closer. They'd be in the conference there with, what, Texas Tech and whoever the fuck else is in the Big 12 now, Kansas, all this stuff. Uh, I think it would really be beneficial for their football program on top of that with the likes of Texas and Oklahoma now leaving – Big 12 football seems like it's going to be a lot more of a crapshoot now at this time. We have, you know, even though Texas really hasn't done shit in however long it has been now, uh, Oklahoma was kind of running that conference for the longest time as well, too. I know they had a rough year last year, but still seems like Colorado could easily be in that boat right there, too. But the Big 12 also now, I, I find this funny. They've denied Memphis. They're like, absolutely not. Memphis is not allowed in this conference. Um, But Arizona, Arizona State, Utah also talking about Big 12 with that as well, too, which ultimately kind of means, like, this sounds like the fall of the Pac-12 here. Uh, The Pac-12 is just going to get wrecked with all of this. If they lose, well, they have lost, at least, USC and UCLA they would now lose Arizona, Arizona state, Utah, and Colorado.
0: I mean, that's the death. That's the death of the packs. What are they? 10 or 12? I can't remember.
1: Well, I mean, you're still missing. I mean, that leaves kind of Oregon on the outside looking in like where, where the fuck is Oregon going to go? Here's
0: what they really should do. Just merge with the big 12 merge all together. And join up, partner, because that is going to be the only way that you could really contend with the, with the the Big Ten slash Big Whatever and the SEC, right? Yeah, I mean, even even ACC too. The ACC is definitely a bigger conference than anything Pack or Big.
1: Well, in football, perhaps, perhaps, but I mean, you got to look at it from other sports too. I mean, the PAC 12 is one of the best conferences in America when it comes to all around sports. I mean, their baseball programs are legit as hell. They have very competitive basketball runs every year. It seems like in the tournament
0: as well too. Uh, Yeah. But, but, but again, who won, who won the tournament this year? It would have been UConn. Yeah. An ACC school. No,
1: not an ACC school. They're not no they are, are they are uh, I believe in the American no they're in the big East what am I talking about Big East for uh, basketball For, for basketball, basketball what at are they, least.
0: what are they in football
1: I think they're in the American um, I so think, uh, I, I, I gotta I gotta double check that but we I talked about it I think last week um, UConn and Gonzaga. Also in talks to join the big 12. They are in the American, by the way, I just had to verify that. Okay. okay. Um, but they're in the big East for basketball. That's the, that's the other one here. If they would move to the big 12, I, we talked about how the big 12 is kind of just gonna fight fire with fire and make a basketball conference. If the football conferences are going to keep doing this, the other big name on top of that in this article as well, too, is a lot of ACC schools. So North Carolina and Virginia are down to road expansion plans. Uh, yeah. And they
0: those are the ones that the big 10 are looking at.
1: Yes. Um, I guess if the, if this conference continue, this conference realignment continues, I mean, it's going to only be a matter of time before Notre Dame is somewhere. Right. Because,
0: They can't go on much longer, dude.
1: Yeah, I understand they want to compete with, they don't want anyone to compete with their TV rights deals and they can just make all the fucking money in the world they want, but it's going to get pretty rough when it comes down to everyone's moving everywhere and Notre Dame's going to be left out because of this whole shit too. So I'm going to say Notre Dame will also probably be getting somewhere as well too it uh, would be
0: smart to go to um, the Big Ten to, to go to the Big Ten, man. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, looking at this one right here, fourteen ACCs are tied to the league through a TV contract with ESPN that runs through twenty thirty six. Uh, it's just too complicated given the legal and financial questions. Important to remember that the expansion desirability does not directly correlate to football success, which may be smoke coming out of Clemson's fans' ears. Florida State, Miami, two. They should think about additions of Texas A&M and Missouri to the SEC or Maryland and Rutgers to the Big Ten. Okay, that's literally what we have. So that's talking about the North Carolina, Virginia, trying to figure out if they should go to the SEC or the Big Ten. I guess I'll ask you this question next. Uh, ACC or Pac-12
0: folds first. Which one? Pac-12. 100% Pac-12. Okay. Look, everything runs through football man. And when you look at the ACC schools and when you look at the Pac-12 schools, who's got the best football? I mean, well, bro. Well,
1: wait, okay, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. The ACC's ass, but the Pac-12 losing USC and UCLA puts them below them.
0: Yes. You're you're missing a very big school in football. What, Clemson? Yeah. Yeah. They're fraud as fuck
1: now. Okay. Davos Sweeney got blessed up with some recruits. And right now I don't think anyone's sipping on Clemson Kool-Aid anymore. No, no shot. North
0: North Carolina is who just lost halfway, who
1: is going to lose their all time talent. They got a quarterback right now after this year I'm as well. Just
0: saying, uh, Miami, Miami flirts here and there, I guess Florida state, same thing. Uh, I mean, Virginia tech is a halfway decent football college. It's not great, but no. I, com- in comparison to, to the pack, no way.
1: So looking at the re- the preseason polls right now for football, uh, it looks like they have Florida state at number three. There you go. It looks like after that to find another ACC team, there's Clemson at nine. Hmm. And then I Oregon. Oregon. Well, that's not an ACC school. Oh, uh, I thought
0: you were doing them both.
1: No, and that's all the ACC there is. So they're they're very top heavy in that category. When you go to the Pac-12, USC is four, but let's count them Big Ten now, okay? Um. There is Washington at twelve. There's Utah at fourteen. There's Oregon at fifteen. Oregon State's at seventeen.
0: Okay, so like you look at it that way. You got the number what number three oh, and I number lied. nine. Nor- oh, North Carolina's a-
1: twenty one too. I lied. So-, so number
0: three and number nine versus uh and, and number twenty one versus a bunch of middle middle teens.
1: Yeah, I mean, but Washington's going to be pretty solid back with Penix again, too. And Oregon's got Bo Nix. I think the quarterback play, while ACC is dominated with Drake May, is probably going to be the number two overall pick this year. Uh, you know, if you do count USC for this year, they got the best quarterback in the country right now in Caleb Williams, too. I so. mean, I'm
0: not. I, I They've already committed. I don't, even though they're there now, I don't count them.
1: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, It's just getting interesting. It's getting interesting across the entire landscape of college athletics. And it seems very football driven. And it's probably going to fuck a lot of sports too. But, you know, kudos to the Big 12 for trying to go the other direction with it. The other thing I just think is crazy about it is like UConn football is just going to get absolutely destroyed. I mean, in the Big 12, not even going to be fair, so...
0: Well, of course, but they're not—they're not meant to be a football school. That's a basketball school.
1: Just saying, uh, Badgers are at twenty-five. They will finish above that. That's my hot take for the day. Okay, I know we don't do hot takes right. anymore. Badgers will absolutely, like the the transfer. Just give me this real quick. Tanner Mordecai, transfer quarterback, was absolute stud. Air raid, up tempo at SMU. Okay, uh, four transfer wide receivers including C.J. Williams, who I believe was like the number one transfer recruit in the portal or somewhere around there. Maybe I made that up. I just felt like it. And then uh, two other guys from Cincinnati in Quincy Burroughs and Will Pauling and Bryson Green from Oklahoma State as well too. Oh, and pair that with Braylon Allen and Ches Malusi, who are beast running backs. I'm telling you, Wisconsin football is going to be must-watch this year. Must-watch.
0: You say that every year.
1: No, different this year. Absolutely different. I was not supporting Grant Mertz after two games. After two games, I was done with him. I knew it. All right. I could tell he All sucked. Right. could tell he sucked. I can't wait for him to get his shit stomped at Florida this year, too, because that's going to be over under five and a half games. Grant Mertz starts this year. Under. Okay. Thank you. Yes. No shot. No <laughs> shot. All right, should we get to some Twitter hitters? Sweet. Tweet it up. Um, okay. Uh, I know I said I had some, but I also didn't have them open. So I got to go back to here. Uh don't bet against the fat boy. Nikola Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic. This bitch. That's an actual quote from him. So, uh love that one. Love that one for him. Uh, how about baseball doesn't exist? Great YouTube channel. Fun Twitter follow every once in a while, too. Shohei Otani leads the Angels in stolen bases, games played, starts, innings pitched, played appearances, home runs, RBIs, on-base percentage, slugging percentage, runs created plus, hits, wins, strikeouts, war, opponents average against as a starter ERA as a starter whip as a starter hit per nine as a starter and Instagram followers.
0: (laughs) Instagram followers. Yeah. (laughs) That's Um, a nice one that just got left in there. I love that. And then uh, Leo Messi is
1: in America and uh, absolutely just took over the entire country for a second there on his crazy shit. Did you hear his
0: offer? He turned down. Yeah. A fucking massive Saudi deal. Three years, 1.6 billion. I think we brought that up last week.
1: Um, and then here's the other part of it. Inter Miami, uh, unprecedented deal. His deal is going to be guaranteed to be the largest in the history of MLS history. Um, so we don't know the exact details on that. He will get a share of the Adidas kit sales. An option to buy stake in the club once he retires, and here's the other one that I think really needs to be highlighted: share of
0: Apple TV season pass revenue. I mean, Tom, we talked about this last week. I mean, this is this is a a fucking metric ton of a haul for for Messi.
1: Yeah, the Apple TV one is crazy.
0: Like that. Yeah. That's fucking. Yikes! All right, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. This bitch. All right. Uh, mine's not necessarily a tweet, but uh, well, maybe it is because I'm sure it got tweeted out by a billion different sources. Did you see Pat Beverly on uh, have a very bold take on his podcast?
1: No, but I can picture it.
0: All right. So on Pat Beverly's. The Pat Bev pod riveting. Um, He had Carl Anthony town on as a guest appearance and with him on there, he revealed to cat that he believes he is the best center in the NBA Mm. over Jokic over Joel Embiid and then doubled down And went on to declare that Carl Anthony Towns is the best offensive player in the league. Quote, my man, when it comes to like offensively gifted players, I say, man, it's two people, bro. It's Cat and it's James Harden. And I think I got Cat number one. Bruh. This is... Um, bruh. Wait, did I hear that? He thinks those are the two best players in the NBA offensively, offensively gifted players,
1: bruh. Um, no, no, no.
0: Pat, Pat Bev is on is on some shit. I mean, if we're just
1: going offensively, like Steph Curry's about both of them, right? Look,
0: I'm not going to try justify anything Patrick Beverly says. Okay. Uh, I I like Pat Beverly a lot. I love Pat Bev, but I'm i I'm definitely not getting, giving him any, any support in that take. I might take
1: Taiwan Dwight Howard before I fucking take Carl Anthony towns. Like there it is. I don't know if I'm what, like no, no. He's first of all, Jokic is like 90% offense. So that's a terrible statement. Um, other centers in the league. I mean, Joel Embiid is like way better than Carl Anthony Towns as well too. Uh, are we so sure that Carl Anthony Towns is better than Brooke Lopez? I'm just saying like what? No, absolutely not. That's a terrible take. That's, that's another one of these. This bitch. (laughs) Ridiculous
0: all right, go ahead, Tom. You got some uh, quick hits. Uh, I'm
1: sure I can find some if I don't. Um, okay. Quick hits. Um, you know, this, uh, baseball has been going on right now. And sure. I don't know about you, Dave, but I really since working in these collegiate summer leagues have found a new passion for Omaha, the college world series looks like an amazing env- environment every time now whenever you see it on TV, uh, there's always a bunch of crazy ass fans that are
0: some crazy ass fans.
1: Yeah, yeah uh, they are just it seems like always something insane whenever it comes to Omaha. Eight teams have advanced to the the series now in the men's, men's College World Series. LSU is one. Oral Roberts, the last remaining team where I know a player on the team, so I'm rooting for Oral Roberts right now. Uh, Love Oral. Yep, big fans of Orals. Uh, TCU, Tennessee, Virginia, Wake Forest, who kind of seems like the early favorite right now as well. And the last team that I had to mention as well, Oh, sorry, and Florida. And then the last team I have to mention is Stanford. The reason why I want to mention Stanford last is if you saw the play at the end of the game of three where the guy just loses in the lights and lets the ball fall, that should not be the story of Stanford winning. What should be the story of Stanford winning was one Quinn Matthews in game two who absolutely went on his like Nolan Ryan shit his fuck you shit. I don't know what else to call it. He threw a 155 pitch complete game for the Stanford Cardinal.
0: Yeah, I did see that. That's, that's, um, that's some bonkers stuff right there.
1: Dave, will we ever see a major leaguer throw 155 pitches in a game again? Uh, no, no, absolutely not. Um, he struck out, I think it was 17 in that one. They, the atmosphere was electric. At one point there was two outs and he gave up a runner and his manager came out to talk to him and they were playing at Stanford and the entire crowd starts booing. Like, don't you fucking take him out right now. He wants to finish this. Like it's his last game at Stanford. Do not let this be the reason why we are not going to see this. Went out, talked to him. The guy pretty much said, like, I got it. I'm good. Goes out there, gets the ground ball. 155 pitch, complete game. Gave up three runs, but absolutely worth it. And uh, just a nuts game to watch in person. Uh, Well, not in person. Probably in person, but also on television live. So that was my first highlight, Quinn Matthews.
0: Excellent. I'm next, down with
1: that. Next. Um trying to look for something here.
0: Also related
1: to college, at least here, 49 public division one schools reported at least a hundred million dollars in athletic <sighs> revenue during the 2022 fiscal year. I have the top five.
0: Do you want to guess those? No, because that I will fucking fail miserably.
1: Well, it's easier than you think. Um, Ohio State, number one. Okay, two hundred and fifty-two million dollars in revenue. That's that the. That sounds. Num-
0: that sounds right.
1: Uh, Texas, number two, two hundred and thirty-nine million dollars.
0: I would not have even have guessed.
1: Alabama, number three, two hundred and fourteen million dollars.
0: Absolutely.
1: Michigan. 211 million yeah I definitely would have said more SEC though and Georgia at 203 million uh, for the 2022 fiscal
0: year there you
1: go Uh, trying to look right here to see if I can find Wisconsin because I know Wisconsin would absolutely be on this list as well too they are 22nd with a and fifty seven or a hundred and sorry hundred and fifty hundred and fifty million right on the dot it was a one forty seven whatever here but 150 million on the dot for Wisconsin made less than Iowa you think Caitlin Clark helped with that
0: sure I don't know what I else would have been
1: maybe the wrestling team there's not a lot more going on in Iowa than it is in Wisconsin so that's why I'm curious as to why that was there. Um yeah Last school that didn't make a hundred million was Connecticut. They made ninety nine at fifty. Yukon. Interesting. Womp womp. Interesting. Uh my last quick hit. Um how about uh, Come on,
0: hurry up already.
1: I don't I don't really I don't I don't really have any more. How about how about that the uh the full what, swing uh, the full swing it? the full swing documentary is gonna be a must watch because they got the live in PGA merger reactions live while it was happening. Also just uh, finished up the American gladiators documentary. Great watch on ESPN plus.
0: That's what I have heard. Yeah. I have not had the chance to see it yet, but uh, I've heard great things.
1: Yeah. it. I was expecting more talk about steroids, but really it's more of like, Oh no, the creator's kind of just a piece of shit. I, I mean, why would,
0: why do you care about steroids?
1: I was just, that's what I kind of thought the angle was going to be more than I, Am complaining about it wasn't about steroids or not. It was more of yeah, we totally stole this idea from a guy and then I never paid him money for
0: it. I, I, you should not be surprised. Yeah. yeah. Should not be surprised there. All time show, American Gladiators. Big fan. I mean, not the not the new one though.
1: No, that one was
0: terrible. The the that old one. one.
1: The old one. Yeah.
0: Okay, my turn? Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Finally. Jesus Christ. First things first, Tom, how did you not mention the field of dreams game?
1: Uh, Cause it's not happening for like another 15 years. Bullshit. Well, you obviously haven't been paying attention. Well, they're going to play it at the oldest stadium in the world or whatever. And yes. then they're not going to have a game at field of dreams again until 2025
0: twenty twenty five is not fifteen years first of all it but might yes. as well but, be when you say it like that uh yeah they're going to be playing the uh the sorry the giants and the Cardinals uh, are going to be playing in the world's oldest ballpark in the country what's it called uh that the Rickwood field in Birmingham Alabama yeah opened up in nineteen ten. Uh, yeah.
1: And you know, do you know what year Fenway was? It was 1912 for Fenway. So there you go. interesting. I did not know that, uh, Rick would. I also didn't remember the name possibly, but yeah, that's, that's a fun story. Is that, is that going to be next year?
0: Uh, I, no, I believe it's this year, isn't it? Really? They're just going to like audible that right away and whatever. Uh, well, I, I was trying to look through it, but yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was this year.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I cannot find anything. Well, maybe it'll be next year. I just know that the Iowa site is currently under construction. Yes. So, yeah, and that, yeah, no game is slated for this season. So I'm going to assume that it's this season.
1: I also may have some insider information that won't be told on this podcast just in case, but big news coming with Field of Dreams eventually, too.
0: Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big time in you there. It's fine with me, you do what you want. Uh yeah, so but what do you think though? Cardinals and Giants, you know. It can't be worse than the Cubs Reds game. That was the last Field of Dreams game.
1: Compared to how great the first one was with White Sox Yankees. I mean, yeah, let's play at the old ass stadium. I wish they still had fucking Polo Grounds.
0: Was that only, they've only had two Field of Dreams games. Doesn't that feel weird? Well, Doesn't they it feel like it should have been more? Uh, I mean, yeah. Well, it's kind of
1: stupid they never came up with Well, you remember baseball was like not fun five years ago. So they had to. like oh, Rob Manfred. Yeah, man. they had to try to make it fun.
0: All right. Uh, my next little quick hit I got for you. Joe Tory was appointed to the Hall of Fame's Board of Directors. Okay. How do you feel about that? Um,
1: sure Joe that's Tor- it Joe Torrey's a pretty uh, recognizable name in baseball to be appointed the Hall of Fame
0: director whatever it might be I- seven decade career all-star player Hall of Fame manager like come on so Joe Torrey is the
1: Pat Riley of the MLB I can get down with that yeah okay cool
0: Yeah. yeah I can definitely get down with that uh, also, I got another one for you right here. The Mo- Mexican diver, uh, let, me, let me attempt, Diego uh, Baeza. Yep, uh, that sounds right. He has opened an OnlyFans account to help pay for his Olympics training. Hell yeah. Get it. Um, is he like, uh, never mind, I don't care. Um, But okay. I... <laughs> Come on, the dude's used to wearing jammers and like you know speedos and stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm just wondering if we should just start fucking streaming this podcast on OnlyFans or something, and then like you know see if we get ahead on the market on that one. Because like a lot of people just have OnlyFans as a platform too. It just happens to also be like fuck ton of sex and yeah. Well, sex work. this
0: is this is a different reason for it because the. Uh, uh, Ana Guevara, the head of Mexico's National Sports Commission, uh, has been in a, in a dispute with the World Aquatics, which is the um... which just makes it sound like
1: it's in the ocean. Like the, what? The World Aquatics?
0: Well, it's like the it's like the organization. It's basically the ones that um, it's like the training center for aquatic athletes. Sure, sure. So they have stopped providing the monthly payments. uh, And so they suspended the president of the Mexican Federation, uh, Kirill Todorov, and appointed a commission to take charge while the new elections have uh, started. So with that failure uh, that's suspended for the failure of the Mexican Swimming Federation. um, Yeah, they're left without being able to make payments for it so they have to figure out how the fuck they want to do it especially if they want to get into the uh the olympics man i mean it's coming up so yeah that's how you're gonna do it man
1: you know what we don't shame we don't shame on this podcast we don't shame sex work we don't shame only fans so go for it make your money get get your ass to the olympics and then get your ass on camera literally <laughs>
0: yeah literally get your ass on yeah, camera facts all right. Uh, I got one more for you. So I don't know how we missed this, mm-hmm. but back in May, the NFL hosted the 10th annual broadcast boot camp. Okay. I wanted to go through the players that were invited. So, and just mentioned some of them and how you feel about them getting, uh, being in an, in a uh, announcer's booth. Okay. All right. So let's see. Let's go with Braylon Edwards.
1: That remember him? I'm at a we'll go one to ten scale. That puts me at a five right off the rip. Maybe, oh, maybe, really? a, maybe a five? Maybe a four or five.
0: Man, I wouldn't wouldn't have thought that that's uh that's where you're gonna go like that high. Yeah. How about Mike Pouncy? That's higher. That's like a six. Six. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, how about Dwayne Starks? Remember that name? Absolutely
1: not. That's a one. Yeah. I have no idea who the fuck that is. (laughs) All
0: right. How about Adelius Thomas?
1: Um, who
0: the fuck is that also? Um, fuck you. You don't remember Adelius Thomas played for, uh, Baltimore and for New England? Well, I spelled his name wrong. So No. Uh, Oh, yeah. Okay. Vaguely.
1: Vaguely remember him now. Was he in in street? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I vaguely remember him. Okay. How about?
0: That's all right. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, Where's that? That's like a two for you, I guess. Yeah.
1: Probably. Yeah. How about Brandon Stokely? 5.9. That's right
0: under pouncy. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. What about Cleveland Tank Williams? Uh, he's going to want to be called
1: tank on air. So put him at one.
0: Fuck you, dude. I was waiting for a big name here. I don't know, man. Sorry. Well, I do have one more and clearly that's why I, I waited for it. Dama Su. Yeah. That's,
1: that's a, that's a high, that's high up there. That's nine.
0: Nine. All right. All right. well, Well, when I saw, when I saw that he was up for this, um, one of the things that I read and I posted in our little group chat.
1: I was going to bring uh, this up after this. Yes, go ahead.
0: Yeah. It, they listed him as soon to be Hall of Famer. Mm. Is Ndamukong Su a soon to be Hall of Famer? Is he like that, that recognized? Um.
1: So like, let's look at his reference page with this and then take into account. Uh, he pretty much played like nose tackle. Right, so I mean, I know it's defensive tackle, but he pretty much played nose tackle. Um, he is—he was All-Pro first team as a rookie. Okay, he's been All-Pro first team three times, and All-Pro second team twice as well too. Uh, I don't care—he's been a Pro Bowler all those years as well. I don't care about the Pro Bowls; Pro Bowls mean nothing. His best year, though, realistically, is his rookie year. Yeah. Um, When you look at it on paper, he had 10 sacks. He's never gotten to 10 sacks again. Eight and a half sacks in 2014. His time in Detroit's obviously his best. Um, You know what really does go a long way for him? Is he's literally, like, never been injured until this year. Well, did he join late to Philly? Yes, he did. So, I mean, he's literally never been injured. That's kind of crazy looking at it. Um, He missed two games in 2011. His first year was 2010. He's played every single game other than those two games from 2010. Super Bowl champion. Got a ring. Um, But uh, he is on the all 2010s team, too. I don't know if that
0: means anything. Uh, okay let me let's go over to the career though because so he got 199 games right in 199 games he's had zero fumbles he's got an interception cool 392 solo sacks uh 600
1: solo, solo tackles. 600
0: sacks to- total solo tackles yes um what
1: is this compared to to like
0: He's got 71 and a half sacks
1: right now. I was going to go look at like a Hall of Famer. The first name that came to my mind is like Vince Wilfork and uh, Vince Wilfork has 16 career sacks. Is he in the Hall of Fame? He's not actually. It looks like.
0: Yeah, it. I was about to say, I don't think he is. I think he's up for it this year. I kind of think Will Fork's a hall of famer. No. Uh, I, but I mean that's also like he was playing, he, he was playing on all those, uh, what's it called teams like the Patriots teams. So I, I mean looking best nose tackles in NFL history, right? This is an opinion piece. Number one, curly Culp. I mean, it's already wrong that Aaron Donald's not number one. So well, this is, this is like, uh, you know, with a finished career, I guess. Okay. But like, I, I'm looking through these names. They're nothing special. Haloti Nada is at 11. <laughs> like, I'm trying I to mean, look,
1: I'm trying to look and see they, I know for baseball, they have like a hall of fame tracker and i don't see it on the football side so if you're listening to this anyone at pro football reference definitely make that because cortez
0: kennedy i mean like does he do it for you no and oh, pro football focus hall of fame monitor i got it right here oh okay where the hell is it at the bottom so here let me wait uh dt hall of fame leaders Okay, let me see if I can find uh, Ndamukong Su. Just control F that. Oh, I got it right here. 12th among defensive tackles.
1: That's what I got right here. Hall of Fame monitor for defensive tackle is usually a rating of 105.3, and his is 84. So not even close. That's what it looks like, yeah. I mean... It's a tough position, I guess, to get into the Hall of Fame, but, you know, give him a ring and comparing him to, like, a guy like Vince Wilfork, who on this same tracker, let's see where he is. He's well lower, okay, I guess. Um, I don't know. I just never think of it as, like, Ndamukong Su or Ndamukong Su is a better player than Vince Wilfork, even though the numbers kind of lie.
0: I think he might be. I think he might be a Hall of Famer. I'm I'm checking over like I'm looking over he's he's ahead of five current Hall of Fame defensive tackles.
1: Okay. Okay. And the next closest guy. Yeah, I, I mean I, I think he is. I think he, yes, but to call him a for sure
0: is a bold statement. I don't know, man. I don't know if I do, because he didn't really do much after he left Detroit. Uh, yeah, well, whatever. is yeah. another fucking story. This is going on for way too long. <laughs> well, it's a good
1: quick hit. I, I respect it. I respect it.
0: Anything but quick.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a mini segment hit. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, there it is. That wraps up the show. Hey, yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning into down the wire. Make sure you guys check us out wherever you get your podcasts. That's Spotify, Apple podcasts, Stitcher, Google podcasts, Pandora, Sue's uh, Su's OnlyFans Wherever you get it, doesn't really matter um, You guys can check us out there You guys should download us Leave a comment if you had a good time uh, If you didn't have a good time Still leave a comment, tell us how bad we suck If you'd like to do that as well too We appreciate that just as much Because we're just looking for a reaction out of you So we win if you comment uh, Other than that If you don't want to download us, you can always check us out on TheChairShot.com
0: when does todd coffee get a broadcasting career he's oh shit every time we do it y'all we do it with fire it's yeah, sports podcast down the wire every time we